0: the glory of God. The foundational scripture we find in Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 14. For the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God, or the glory of the Lord, as the waters cover the sea. Today, there is much room for more knowledge about the glory of God, for more knowledge about the Holy Spirit, and about how the Spirit of God operates and to recognize the, the, the work of the Spirit, and the church is in a learning process. In the developing nations, many of these developing nations like Africa, Asia, Latin America, and so on, in these nations there seem to be more people that know more about the glory of God than in the Western nations. Maybe because they are used to rely more on their intuition and more on their spirit than people in the Western nations. The glory of the Lord shall fill the earth. The other night I had a dream. I dreamed that I was in heaven and I dreamed that I was with a minister friend of mine and we walked into a room and the room was filled with the glory of God. And we stood there and as people walked up to us, The glory of the Lord came upon the people, and the people were not able to stand because of the glory. Now we have seen this many times in various campaigns and meetings, as the Lord has poured out His Spirit and blessed churches, cities, and nations with His presence. But it shall come to pass that the Lord that the whole earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. It shall be filled with the knowledge, it shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. The children of Israel were the chosen people. God made a covenant with Abraham. And Abraham, who had no children, was promised children, a multitude of children, just like the sand of the seashore and like the stars of the heavens, when he had none. After 25 years of believing and confessing and growing stronger in faith, him and Sarah had a child, Isaac. And from Abraham and from Isaac, Abraham's seed spread. Jacob, and who became Israel, and his sons, and the 12 tribes of Israel. And God had a people. But God wanted to reach all people. So from the seed of Abraham came jesus yeshua hamashiach jesus the anointed and through his life all nations can be god's people all tribes can be god's tribes by faith by accepting the word of the lord this new covenant that god has given us through the blood of jesus It says, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, Galatians 3.13. He redeemed us from the curse of the law. But in the first covenant, the Abrahamic covenant, the glory came as Abraham entered this covenant. The glory came as they built the ark of the covenant and they put it in the tabernacle. The glory came when Solomon constructed the temple and put the Ark of the Covenant in the temple. We can see what the Word of God says in 1 Kings 8, verse 10. It says, And it came to pass, when the priests were come out of the holy place, that the cloud filled the house of the Lord. This is the glory cloud, the Shekinah cloud. So that the priests could not stand to minister because of the cloud, because of the glory. For the glory of the Lord had filled the house of the Lord so the tangible presence the Shekinah glory filled the temple and the priests who were sanctified they were not able to stand in the cloud or in the presence of God people wonder why sometimes people fall under the power of God under the glory of God we should say the reason they fall is because they cannot stand in the presence of God and it's a wonderful experience to be taken by the Holy Spirit in that way, and there are many examples in the Bible of that. And many times it happens today as we minister the glory of God. And as we look at the glory of God being poured out under the new covenant, of course, when Jesus came, He had the Holy Spirit upon His life, and He ministered under the Spirit of the Lord as the old covenant, the first covenant prophet. And as He ministered, The anointing of the Holy Spirit did the work of God. And then he promised his disciples, which also were partakers of that anointing and doing his works while he was walking the earth and ministering for about three years. And then he said to the disciples, he appeared after his resurrection for 40 days, appeared to different people and here he appeared he said to them wait for the promise of the father which ye have heard of me for john truly baptized with water but ye shall be baptized with the holy ghost not many days hence now he's prophesying this he's in his glorified body and he's speaking these words of prophecy to his disciples and if we go to verse 8 it says well let me read verse 7 also It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in His own power. And verse 8, But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem, and in Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. In order to be a witness, you have to be filled with glory. The glory is what people need to hear. The words that we speak should be filled with glory. Hallelujah. Now they had the Spirit when Jesus was with them in a measure and the overflow of his anointing affected their lives so that they could do the works that he did as well. But here he's promising them the Holy Spirit and the baptism of the Holy Spirit because he is going to be with his Father. And then of course they were about 150. In verse 15 it says, And in those days Peter stood up in the midst of the disciples and said, The number of names together were about 120. Not 150, 120. At one time Jesus appeared to about 500. For 40 days he appeared to a lot of different people. And yet there were just 120 left that were really believing, that were hungry for this glory, They were hungry for the promise, They were hungry for the baptism of glory, to be filled with the glory of God, to be filled with the Spirit of God. Verse 13 says, Peter and James and John and Andrew, Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James the son of Alphaeus and Simon Celotes, and Judas the brother of James, these all continued one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary the mother of Jesus, and with his brethren. And they were, with expectation, looking forward to the baptismal of the Holy Spirit. That they didn't really know what it was going to be about. They only knew what Jesus had said. He likened it to the baptism, the baptismal of John. An immersion in water but in this case an immersion in the holy spirit and then if we go to chapter 2 it says and when the day of pentecost was fully come they were all with one accord in one place now they had prayed for some time and they had fasted no doubt and they had been seeking the lord and they had gotten into a spirit of unity into one accord very important in order to experience the glory of god that we are in unity and unity is not an intellectual thing unity is something that comes when we seek the lord together when we pray together then comes unity hallelujah god blesses us with a spirit of unity and a lot of differences disappear that's why so important it's imperative that the church prays together and a strong church, and a strong local church, is a praying church. Not just individually, but we have to pray together as well. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. Now here they were sitting, and from heaven comes a rushing mighty wind, and this wind is blowing, blowing into the house, Fills the house where they were sitting. Verse 3, And there appeared unto them cloven tongues, like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. The wind came first, and then came tongues of fire, as described as tongues of fire, no doubt angelic presences, bringing the Spirit of God, carrying the Spirit of God. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues. As the spirit gave them utterance they were filled with the spirit. it came from outside in first the house was filled with a wind and then the fire is set upon them then it filled them inside and they began to speak with other tongues no doubt they wanted to praise the Lord and they didn't know what to say So they began to speak in languages that they did not know. Because the Spirit gave them this utterance, but they were speaking it. And they were dwelling at Jerusalem, Jews, devout men, out of every nation under heaven. Now, this is a new scene here. They have now been filled with the Spirit. They are continually being filled with the Spirit. And they are so excited. They are just praising the Lord should see later on as if they were drunk and we have seen that and we see that many times when people are filled with the spirit they get drunk in the spirit and there were Jews at this point of time in Jerusalem in the day of Pentecost there were there devout men from every nation see how God is now wanting to spread this thing so this is their timing is perfect here God's timing verse 6 Now, when this was noised abroad, when they found out about this, the multitude came together and were confounded. They were troubled in mind. They were disturbed because they didn't understand it with the natural minds. Because every man heard them speak in his own tongue. Yes, in his own language. That was the main reason, see? They heard them speaking in their language from the nations which they came. All of them knew that these people. Were jews dwelling in israel and did not know these languages and they were all amazed and marveled saying one to another behold are not all these which speak galileans and how here we every man in our own tongue wherein we were born and all these people then listed and they were hearing what did they hear they heard him speak in other tongues the wonderful works of god and they were all amazed and were in doubt, saying one to another, What meaneth this? Other said, These men are full of new wine. They were filled with new wine, no doubt. And it was the wine of the Holy Spirit. It was the glory of God. And this was the beginning. This was the beginning of the new church, the new covenant, that had now been established through the blood of Jesus and needed to be proclaimed to all the nations not only in word, but in power. Hallelujah. In demonstration of the spirit and of power that Paul says in 1 Corinthians 2, 4, And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Verse 4 and 5. Hallelujah. So the spirit is needed because our wisdom, our faith, our wisdom is not enough and our faith should not stand in the wisdom of man. But it should stand in the power of God. That glory is much needed today. We need to be filled with the glory. The Bible says in Ephesians 5:18, Be not drunk with wine where it is in excess, but be continually, if we translate correctly from the Greek, be continually filled with the Holy Spirit, or be being filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the new wine, and that's what God wants us to be filled with so we can be witnesses and so we can show forth the glory of God in the whole earth. May the Lord bless you to be filled with the Spirit and stay filled with the Spirit so that you can be a witness of His glory. In Jesus' name, amen.